G'day, I'm Frank. Howdy, I'm Lachlan. And this is Tadet. It's so hard to say. Why'd we choose this as our name? It's very easy. Denver to Down Under. Okay, you're going to do it this week. All right. You say howdy first. All right. Howdy, it's Lachlan. G'day, it's Frank. And this is Denver to Down Under, our podcast where we contrast our experiences growing up in order to become better friends. Wow, you nailed it. I hate it. Oh, it sounded so wrong. Okay, well, look, every week we take an aspect of growing up and we talk about it and talk about our experiences and see if we have anything to relate to. Yeah. This week we're doing learning to cook. Yeah, we're talking about our uh, our experiences in the kitchen and uh, our experiences adjacent to the kitchen, I suppose. Adjacent to the kitchen. Yeah, like, well, like watching someone else cook so that we can understand what to do. Oh, shoot, that's an element I just totally didn't think about Yeah, for my story. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, well, this is going to be great. I'm excited. This yeah. is a smile that I'm forcing. <laughs> You're so keen. Okay, well, we have a question to get us in the mood. In the mood. In the mood. In the mood. Get in the zone. The food zone. The food zone. Our new podcast where we talk about how we eat. Yeah, it's like a Taz spinoff cast. The food, the food zone. zone. Okay. The, what would Taco eat? What would if Taco, Taco Well, Taco's a chef. Okay, he makes tacos. We found yeah. it. We found the line. It we wasn't solved, a joke. solved it, yeah. This wasn't good. Okay. It's, it's in building the name. Gonna edit it, uh, just all of this out. It'll yeah, be great. Yeah, yeah, it'll be gone. Anyway, here's my question for you. If you could have a, an animal companion... Uh, we've been playing D&D a little bit, yeah, and you yeah. can have animal companions sent by whatever god you believe in. What would it be, and what would it be named? Um, uh, I don't know. Like, it depends on, like, uh, what abilities, and, like, if I couldn't... Because currently my character can, like... No, this is you now. Well, I don't care about your well, character. Well, but, like, talking- my, currently I can, like, shift into the body of the raven. No, but, but you're just... Like no, this is, this is not like, Slugabar. Like, you're... That's Vinduran. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. I don't. Folk. Point is, Lakolun. Who would your spirit animal be? Like, what would your animal I, companion? I, I feel like it would just be like like a wolf kind of thing. Like, like, <laughs> like... you're walking around. You've just got a wolf. I thought you were gonna say Harley, and I thought it was gonna be a sweet moment. Well, like, I want something where I can like, because clearly in this in this universe in this world we've created, where like animal companions are like a. Everyone has an animal companion. Uh, there, there needs to be like some kind of like, you know, uh, I want, want, want my animal companion to have like, you know, some special skills with it. Like, like, it's like a, it's like a wolf that can like hunt and track or like. So you know, as, like, as you go to your job at the news place, what is it? The, <laughs> TV jail. As the TV jail. Yeah. You want your wolf to be there with you. Because it's your companion. Yeah, yeah. No, that'd be cool. With I, the I ability yeah. to hunt. And track, yeah. And track. Yeah. At the TV jail. Yeah. Who's it going to track? Your happiness? It's going to try and it, find it? It cannot find that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, like, I, I just think maybe, may, yeah, I guess maybe Holly is just, like, a better choice. Like, Well, it's just, I'm talking, like, if you woke up tomorrow and there was an animal next to you that you knew is your companion, is your boon amigo... I don't know why I combined those words, but I tried. Boon Amigo. Boon Amigo. I want to say Boon Companion because I stole it shamelessly. Where's Boon coming from? 
Uh, I stole it shamelessly from one of my favorite podcasts. Hello from the Magic Tavern. Oh, there you go. And I just like the term boon companion. Okay? Can I have that? Yeah, you can have it. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Uh, So, the animal you would choose... Would that be Harley? I think I think now that like I have a more understanding of the concept, I think it's probably Harley. But um, I think that if if we're putting in myself in like a fantasy world, I want like a creature with like you know like skills, like computer hacking skills, like <laughs> in the fantasy skills. world. Where okay, what animal do you think has computer hacking skills? If we're if we're going down that line of thinking, oh god, there must be some fantasy animal that has like the ability to like teleport itself through data and stuff like i'm sure there's some some like cyberpunk role-playing game where there's like this animal that can like plug itself in the mainframe or whatever like i like how we went to completely different directions because i was just thinking of a monkey that was like really smart just really you know bartholomew the intelligent monkey and that's your your boon companion but no we're talking about real world the only thing that changes is that you have a little animal that follows you everywhere you go. All right. Well, I, I'm snapping off Harley. Harley would be a lot. I think it'd be good. He already follows me wherever I go when I'm at home, anyway. So, like, it's not much of an up, not much of an update in my life. Like, <laughs> I just have to like take care of him in different locations. I probably just leave the house less because it would be a hassle. <laughs> unless, unless it's like a Pokemon style thing where you can like put them in a a tiny orb that's actually really big on the inside. That's actually, yeah, but Harley would not like that. I mean, I'd go in with him. You can't put your, how would you get out? You'd be trapped forever it's in like this Pokemon vehicle. prison. No, that's, you don't see fucking Pikachu going in, 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 a, in his leisure and just deciding Pikachu that, hey, doesn't go in the Pokeball. He's been in the ball several times and then he releases himself. Oh, I've just, I've just ruined my own argument. <laughs> I was waiting, I'm waiting for you to like, to like get, get into it and then. Like just like have a have a think about like every time you like catch a Pokemon it like breaks out of the ball itself and like Okay, okay just, like Ash's Charmander did not leave its Pokemon prison. The Pokeball. The Poke Prison. Pokey prison, Pokeball, Pokemart. Okay. What uh, How does he leave? How you I don't know, can it take people? That's all that's too much science in the Pokemon world. Although there's Detective Pikachu now, which is a real thing that exists. <laughs> it can solve this, this crime, because clearly <laughs> we can't. What about you? What would your spirit, or well, not really spirit animal, I guess, but um, companion animal be? I either, and I've wanted this since a fucking child, since I watched Kim Possible. You want and, a child? Well, no, but they're almost like a like an animal companion. And <laughs> maybe in the future, I'm I'm definitely going to have some an small... Yeah. Human baby companions. Were you, were you name your child Pikachu? Well, it depends. Oh, I had a really cute moment with Arthur the other day, actually. <gasps> okay, well, beep, 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 beep. It's Arthur alert. It's, a, it's, a, it's an Arthur baby update. Um, Arthur is the son of our favorite emo tattoo dad, Angus. Uh, we were we were shopping for a, a Mother's Day gift for Angus's mom at, at the shopping center, and uh, – Arthur was just standing next to Angus and he was like looking real sad for whatever reason. Well, that's just his face. That's just his face. Yeah. And I like bent down to like be like, Hey, buddy, what's up? And he just kind of like attached himself to me. And then I just like carried him all the way back to Angus's place. I was very adorable. I adore when, yeah, Arthur has this thing where he just looks kind of somberly and, and just a little bit, uh, 
just morose. Yeah, he's a very he's a very like sad looking baby, like and melancholy. But what he does is he just opens his arms yeah. and expects you to like yeah. envelop yeah. him, and then he just attaches himself to you, and you feel so good. You feel chosen. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 absurd. Oh. Yeah, and like um, he has like such a such a strong brow, and it's always so furrowed. He's always just like looking like he's he's like deep in the tank about something. He's got a lot of baby troubles. Let yeah. me tell you. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So yeah, if a baby wasn't my animal companion, yeah. which like. That's much more realistic than what I'm going to say yeah. is I was, as a child, always inspired by Ron Possible and his little mole rat. Oh, the naked mole rat? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted either a lizard, which I had a lizard for a while, and I tried to put him in my pocket as a child, and it, it wasn't very good. Yeah. Big lizards cannot go in small pockets. No, yeah. But it was like cargo pants pockets. So it wasn't like my actual jean yeah. pocket, so I wasn't killing the poor guy. He was just like in this space. With Maybe some room. In, yeah. yeah. Or something fluffy. I would love me a... Um, like a sugar glider? Not a sugar glider. A nymph. Oh, uh, uh, no. No, not a nymph. Like not a nymphomaniac a nymph, no. or something. Oh, my God. No. There's um, a dwarf. They're dwarf monkeys. They're um, so cute. You mean like a lemur? It's not a lemur. It's a dwarf thing. It's very important to me that I find this. So you fill time really quick. Oh my god! Uh, cool. I guess you want a tiny fairy thing. I don't Not know. a fairy thing. No. A furry. Yes. Not fairy. Well, I guess a fairy penguin would be kind of cool. I guess. I don't know. I like like. I feel like if you got oh like something like that, it would it would like. I don't know. I would just be terrified of losing it. I wouldn't lose my favorite. Oh, a primordial dwarf? No. What the Google, fuck? Google has led me to a... A primordial dwarf. You've, you've fallen down a... Primordial a dwarfism is, a, is not what we're talking about. That oh is my a God. disease. All right. You you want a you want a dwarf person? No. As your, as your animal companion? They're people, Frank. No. My goodness, I I wanted a um I was very interested in uh, in reptiles and and uh, amphibians uh during like um maybe it's a pygmy the- marmoset oh all right. a pygmy marmoset all right You're pygmy marmoset me a weird looking they're very thing. cute little monkey things look know. how grumpy oh he looks all right I saw a video of them eating a grape the other day and it was both the most inefficient attempt to eat anything but it was also the cutest. Right. I true. want a pygmy marmoset. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind like an otter. Otters are pretty cool. You can't put an otter in your pocket, silly. You can if your pocket's full of water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's go on Shark Tank and, and sell this water, idea. Otter pocket, yeah, for your otters. Anyway. Otter pocket. Pygmy marmosets are super tiny. They just want to eat some grapes. I would be very happy with them. All right, fair enough. I, I would I name can... him something very extravagant as well, like... Uh, Winston. Winston the Pygmy Marmoset? Yeah. That's not bad. But I want to see Percival. Percival. That's what we're talking about. Percival yeah. the Pygmy Marmoset. Yeah. You want something super British. I found a title. All right. Per- Percival the Pygmy Marmoset. <laughs> anyway. So let's get on our actual topic because we have wasted just a lot of time. Yeah. We've gone deep in the, the Pygmy Marmoset hole. Okay. So we're talking about learning to cook. Yeah. And learning to cook pygmy market. Ma. No, not Percival. Don't talk about him like that. Let's, uh, you want to start us off? 
God, do I ever. Um, I think my, one of my first experiences I can remember, um, cooking is, uh, is chicken nuggets. And, uh, when I was much younger, I would refer to as chicken nuggets as, as chip naga, cause I couldn't say like chicken nuggets. Chip naga is also a very chip, good title. Chip naga is very good. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to work on this one. It, it does sound like, uh, a little, um, a little like, uh, it's like, it's like a strong vocalization, right? Chip naga. Chip naga. Chip naga. Yeah. Uh, I want to be careful on those, those hard, hard A's on this particular <laughs> turn of phrase, I think. Chip naga. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the American accent is not good for that it's one. Not, not good for that one. Oh boy, um, this is a great train wreck for us today. <laughs> choo choo. That was us falling off the rails. Yeah, primordial dwarfism is a disease. Yeah. It's a mm. bad. I don't want one of those as a thing. Just mm, apologies on behalf of those. Jeez. Oh my god. Unbelievable. Um, you people. Who people? Unbelievable. Uh, I'm like so close to deleting the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'll edit it out. I'll edit it out. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Okay. So um, you learned. I I was I was cooking chicken nuggets and uh I would I would uh like make my little roll with beetroot and cheese and sauce and I was just like I'm so self sufficient I'm such a cool adult eating my chicken nuggets. How old were you? Uh, this would have been like throughout um I think I think throughout high school I don't think I did it uh, I can't remember doing it in Port Macquarie I think let me just like try to like go back in time God I don't. Uh, maybe I did. Maybe I was like pretty self-sufficient much younger. Cause like, I feel like with my brother needing a lot of care and attention, I was like, I like did stuff for myself. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did it when I was like maybe 10, 11, 12. You were kind a of, strong kind of nuggy boy. Yeah. Strong independent nugget guy. Okay. Yeah. And can we go back another second and talk about that horrible sandwich that you concocted out of chicken nugget? Were they the middle bit or were they the yeah, top? Yeah. 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 The, 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 like, meat is always, always, like, the, the bottom or second bottom layer on, like. Okay, like so, Lachlan, what was the top thing? You said beetroot? Yeah, so, That's chicken, chicken, chicken nugget, beetroot, cheese, and then sauce. Or sometimes the sauce would, like, go in between layers to, like, act as glue. I'm horrified at Be- the structure. Beetroot is very nice. Beetroot no, and cheese. No, it's very good. It's good. It's good. It's good. I'm horrified at the structural integrity of this sandwich, this horrific sandwich that you've described. Because it, any way that I'm thinking about it, I mean, no, wait, no, I'm not done. Any way that I think about it, nugget, sauce, beetroot, sauce, nugget. That's they're small. They're like finger sandwiches. I don't think I love that idea. But if you go the other way, you animal, and you go beetroot sauce, chicken nugget, beet uh, sauce, beetroot, <laughs> then you have a dirty mess in your fingers that'll stain your fingers because beetroot stains everything. Right, the, the beetroot never never came into contact with the bread because otherwise that would <gasps> wait. No, sticky. then you had bread as well. That, what, that's what sandwiches. No, I thought you were talking about like a KFC no, double oh, downer. No, God, no, no. It was like an actual sandwich <laughs> like, with bread. KFC literally had this item on their menu where yeah, it's yeah. fried chicken as the bread, cheese, yeah. bacon, cheese, fried chicken. I thought you were going that way. No, no, no. That would that would be impossible. Like the ti- the the nuggets are so small. How are they? That's like, why the, I just not, had a rant. They're not forming Ooh. a cohesive sandwich. 
My blood's actually boiling. I'm so angry right now. I feel betrayed by just our society to be and fair, by you. I think I use buns like most of the time because like the sandwich is like the bread can be a little soft and the integrity can like can like it's not it's not thick enough to you know, hold the juices. <laughs> Frank's making a very good face at the moment as he thinks about how good the juices are. I hate this topic. I, to be fair, I, uh, I mostly like drain the beetroot before putting it on on the on the sandwich. So, oh. I, like, I've always had like a, a, a healthy amount of respect for like um, sauce, you know, doing doing good things for 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 food. Okay, well, look, it's a that was an interesting thing. Okay, tell me more about it. Who taught you? Oh God! I I think I just like grabbed it, got a handle of it myself. Like I remember. Um, Did you read the instructions? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm 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 a like chronic panic instruction reader. Feel yes. like I I I, uh, I just constantly doubt that I fully comprehended the individual steps in in doing this process, and I'm a very uh, nervous and anxious cooker because I'm just like, am I doing this right? It said two minutes. How long has it been? How long has it been? How long? Has it, like, if something says like do this for two minutes, I'm gonna do it for two minutes. I'm gonna put a goddamn timer on <laughs> and and make sure that I'm doing it for the correct amount of time. I, I uh, I'm I'm learning a little bit to like improvise and just like do things by feel as i get more practice uh with like cooking weirder dishes but um yeah I, i'm constantly like uh throwing out instructions being like i understand what it means and then sifting through the trash trying to find the box and like rereading it like constantly it's yeah. funny because i'm almost the opposite of you and so if we go into my side of this and i'm going to talk about the first time i ever baked and I was 17 because I have done small other meals before. I gave it a go, but I had never done baking because my mom's a good baker. And whenever we wanted baked goods, she would do that. She was a champion of banana bread. And eventually she would put uh, chocolate chips in the banana bread, which oh, was man. a game changer. Oh, wow, yeah. She made ugly bagels, which were homemade bagels that came out pretty ugly but they were the tastiest bagels I've ever had. So go mom. And we called them ugly bagels. It was a fun joke. That is cute. Yeah. Um, she made pies with my grandma, which was very, very good. Yeah. I'm, I'm very interested in making my, my own pies, but I think we're talking about different pies when, when we, uh, that's a different episode. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that now. It'll get my blood <laughs> boiling again because it's not the sandwich fiasco, but it's almost that's, there. <laughs> bloody close. Um, yeah, so she would just make a lot of fun little things. And so she was always in charge of that. Lots of cakes as well. But I actually was trying to bake for um, the six-month anniversary for my first serious girlfriend. And she was a big baker. She Her favorite thing to make was tiramisu. And so for the six-month anniversary, I was like, I'll bake something for her. Um, my favorite cake, which was red velvet cake. But I live... By the seat of my pants. Everything is uh, impulsive and uh, improvised. So I decided because her favorite color was green, it was going to oh, be no. a green velvet cake. But uh, you baked a Hulk cake. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, I was not shy with food coloring. I did not understand that uh, the, the classic... A, a drop goes a long way. Yeah, yeah, a little goes a long way. Yeah. No, a lot goes a longer way. Was what, my I mean, that is true. <laughs> yeah. I guess. And so, like, I remember. And then I also think I did, like, 
purple food. Uh, oh yeah, you really, really like vibed up the uh, no purple the old, yeah, the, the old Hulk vibe. The Hulk vibe was very strong on yeah. accent, but it was uh, whipped cream that I like the, the frosting. Cheese, frosting cream, is cream the word, cheese, right? Yeah, yeah. I p- made that another color. I think purple. And when I cut the actual cake for the first time, it like stained the knife. Oh, wow. Because it was so powerful. Jeez. And it was good. It was a tasty, tasty uh, cake, but it stained everything it touched for weeks. Yeah. So I remember being very alarmed at um, just what came out of my body during that period yeah. of time. Yeah. Because I thought that uh, I was not okay. Yeah, that's something you're going wrong. And I didn't realize that. And no one talked about that because. I shared that cake with my family and her family and her and everyone. Everyone knew. In that thing. And yeah. everyone had experienced the same sensation. Because I've talked to my family in the years since. And everyone was pooing green. But no one talked about it. Yeah. So for a several week period, we all were just dyed green. Our insides were just a strong, powerful green color. Yeah. And no one talked about wow. it. What a what a beautiful thing to go through. Yeah, well, that was six months. Yeah, well, it's unfortunate the uh, their relationship didn't last because it seemed like it was built on the the foundation of, of Hulk shits. So. <laughs> Hulk shits is a very good one. I'll write that <laughs> on our. I've already wow, we've uh, come up with several titles today. Yeah, yeah, we're really busting out the lines here. But no, I loved cooking. And now I like finding new recipes because I like the sense of independence and it also gives you this chance to create something from all of these like base ingredients. And that's very satisfying to me. Yeah. It also almost never goes wrong, at least on my side. Yeah. Because when I'm cooking, like I've never had the point where I've been like, oh, I put too many spices in. This is too powerful. Have you? Uh, I don't think. Well, actually, yeah, I have. I had a um a very good one uh, last year sometime, uh, whereby I tried to make cowboy beans. Do you know what cowboy no, beans are? Define them. So, um, it's it's basically like a, a, a South um, American dish, and when I say South American, I mean like Louisiana, like that Texas barbecue style dish where you just Southern like, style dish. Yeah. Yeah. Where you, where you have, uh, like a lot of beans and some bacon and some mints. And it's like, it's kind of like a chili without the heat. Mm. And it's like, it's like a stewed bean thing that you would just like dump leftover stuff and beans into a pot and just like let it sit for ages. And this was an American recipe that called for adding brown sugar. And, uh, what, and unfortunately for me, what I did was uh, make basically a dessert. <laughs> it was it was a bean dessert. It was sugar bean, sugar bean town, and it was sugar I tried, bean town going on the titles. <laughs> it was it was very very sweet, and I tried to like overload it with like chili sauce to like like counteract this after i because i had like bought a bunch of stuff put it in the pot and just like let it slow cook for like eight hours or whatever and i got home and tried some and i was like i have done a bad (laughs) a bad thing has occurred it was me i did the bad i only have myself to blame i guess uh so i tried to offset it with chili and just like like literally like put a serving of it in a bowl and just like blast sriracha into it (laughs) and it just didn't fix it 
I just like I had to end up I ended up throwing out like like I had cooked enough for this this could be like you know four to five meals and I just like had half of one and I was just like I want to die this is so fucking awful this is this is like it was it wasn't just a good sweet it was just like mono sugar with bacon and beans and like Ugh. oh yeah it was it was just like it was unplayable yeah the only bad meal that I remember cooking was at the end of my first year of uni. I was still in the dorms, but we everyone uh, at the end of the year has to move out and they have to clean out their cupboards, which oh, had yeah. all their food. I remember having a soup pack that I had bought because it was on sale and it had like lentils and beans and it was one of those soup packets that you were supposed to leave in water. It wasn't like a, a startup one. It wasn't yeah. like made from powder. It was an actual Yeah, kit. yeah, yeah. I know, I know what you're talking um, about. In my mind, I was like, I need to cook this now because this is the last of the food that I have. Yeah. I'm moving out tomorrow. I do not have time to soak it. I'm going to make a doll. And you know what made me decide it was a doll? Yeah. There were like four red lentils in there. Did not realize Ooh. that all of the other good uh, starchy components would make... Not a good doll. Yeah, no. And so I made a sludge, a very powerful sludge. Yeah. And it sludge took, porridge. It took one of my friends to uh, come in, and he was actually Pakistani. Yeah. And he saw the mess that I made. He was like, "Oh, Frank, good job," because he was very supportive. And then he just went to his cupboard, got seven packets of full. Um, like spices and powders yeah and he just started dumping them in and he was at it for a good 20 minutes of like constant dumping not doping of dumping and tasting and grimacing and then more spices yeah and eventually he got it so that it was manageable it wasn't good by any means but it was edible it was edible wow and what a hero yeah he is still to this day uh, someone I'm very grateful for. And so. that man? And that man's name? Albert Einstein. <laughs> well, Boom. I was going to say... That's, who, that's who it was. Yeah. Thanks, Al. You did so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, look. Cooking is one of those things that when you first get a good meal and you have done that, you've made it from scratch, the satisfaction and the maturity that you feel you've cultivated with that I don't know. It's it's a great part of growing up. Yeah, yeah. I definitely have recipes now that I like cling to because I'm like, this is good. Uh, why would I like try uh, uh, new things? I would be bad and like have another sugar bean incident. You know, <laughs> the sugar bean incident. Yeah, the sugar bean. That's incident. another good title. Damn it! Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so that wraps us up for our topic. Uh, let's go to mail and memories. We're gonna use this one that we found yeah so uh this is from our wait our, define a mail in memory for me really quick. well a mail in memory is when we uh get you the listener to write in <laughs> and tell us a memory that you have growing up and see if we can relate to it so the email to to send us that is down under cast at gmail.com and you can email it to us or you can uh, tweet at us and it could be a tweet in memory at, at down under cast. And so we have Rex today 
And Lockie, why don't you read it? Yo, nice accent, Lachlan. I love it. Especially since it's not mine. Where's it going? Keep trying, though. Oh, no. When I was in El Salvador, we had scorpions. (laughs) Most just left you alone, but some would run at you. It's Christopher Walken. (laughs) They mostly hid in sheets and shoes and stuff. So going out anywhere required a quick shoe check. Oh, the pronunciation. Where I live now, there's snakes (laughs) that act in a similar manner. And which you may relate more to. Yes, that's from Rex. <laughs> I'm not really sure what, what motivated me to go with the, the Christopher Walken, but I think it was a pretty good impression. Yeah, look, you, uh, Christopher Walken just read your memory, Rex, so yeah. that's the, the best thing we can say about you, Rex, is that maybe you sound like Christopher Walken. Yeah, well, I can, I I can, I can live in hope. You know. Yeah. Um, I cannot relate to this. I mean... Being Colorado, like some areas of Colorado, has tarantulas and Rancho, other rancho ranchos yeah. and other spiders on the like plains. But I was only at a farm for a short amount of time whenever I was there, so it wasn't a huge issue. Yeah. Uh, well, Colorado also has ra- rattlesnakes, 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 as we call them locally. Yeah. But yeah, my shoes were pretty safe. No, I, I think I've ever encountered one in like a, a specific like personal home environment, but uh, I've definitely seen them in the bush. Like, uh, we like I've driven past them, uh, on the roads. They, they're like, they're definitely in the environment. That much is true. Um, so uh, we can relate to it. Yeah, we can definitely relate to it. Uh, I, I've seen like a red belly black snake when I was camping, uh, which, uh, for those of you playing at home is a bad snake to encounter. Very sort of, poisonous. Sort of friendly snake, yeah. Full of hate and rage and yeah. poison. Mm. Most importantly, poison. Most importantly, venom. Venom. Because poisonous is uh, is when you ingest it and it, hey, you have a bad time, whereas venom is if it tries to eat you, you'll have a bad time. I'll show you poisonous. Please. <laughs> okay. If you want to find uh, Lachlan on social media, you can find him at, at Young Cardinals. If you want to find me... You can find me at Frankly My Dear uh, with three A's. And please, thank you for listening. I don't know why I said please. Oh. Please, thank you for listening. No, that's, well, that's our catchphrase now. Uh, that's how we end every episode. Please, <laughs> thank, you. please thank yourself for listening. It, it's very kind of you to do so. And the only way we can grow as a show is if you tell other people that you listen to it and that they should also listen to it. I'm in hell. That's unfortunate for you. <laughs> Allegedly, if you tweet at one of us, uh, you'll receive a sticker. Uh, yeah, so have- if you tweet at Young Cardinals, <laughs> Lachlan will send you a sticker using his own money that he earns every day at the TV prison. Yeah, yeah. I will definitely uh, send you a sticker. That, that much is true. Thank you. At Young Cardinals. That's at Frankly My Dear. Thank you so much. At Young Cardinals. See you next week. Bye.